Roll it, bro. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 299, January 10th, 2020. 52 degrees on this day uh, in 2012. I don't recall that. 30 below in 1886. I vaguely recall that. And then there, we should hear something now. We should hear a sound. And now, from the mayor's office, <laughs> above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. Let's get right to it. The Groiny Awards. The 2019 Groiny Awards. Here we go. People are out on the red carpet. People are on the red carpet. Ooh, I love your dress this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Gucci. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I was wearing a dress? January 9, 2019, to promote gender equality... Governor, uh, California Governor Newsom's wife will not go by First Lady. Ooh. She got kicked for that. In a bid to promote gender equality, Jennifer Siebel Newsom, the wife of newly elected California Governor Gavin Newsom, has changed her Twitter bio to state that she is the first partner. That's that a groin kick. deserves this. Some of, these, some of these have audio. I have a question for you, yes, sir. Yes. So are we supposed to rate these? Is the board I would supposed like, to? I, would, I, want, uh, I want the decision mm. made by you four. Okay. Oh. So uh, we're supposed to pick our favorite? You're supposed to pick. Because I already have mine. I, there's no question California about it. First Lady. That was the California yeah. First Lady, now referred to as the first partner, because, of course, she's intending to be uh, groin kicked. Uh, January 17th, 2019. Uh, please submit Ariva Martin for the oh, yeah. 2019 Groinies. I had not heard this story before listening to the podcast and am in serious disbelief. Uh, this is, uh, uh, what is she anyway? She is a uh, an author. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you uh, have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do and I have the privilege you- of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. Again, Arriva, I hate to break it to you, to but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> that there, Nothing's going to beat that I for can, me. I, I guess not. deserves <laughs> this. The 2019 groinies continue. And she touts that uh, the white privilege thing that she's had written a couple of books about. The mm-hmm. very, and that, that wow. was so great. From January 31st, 2019. Someone should tell the editors of the Arizona Republic and op-ed contributor Rashad Thomas, who penned an absurd article for the news site this week called, uh, called, it was a, it was a restaurant a picture of coal miners. Oh, yes. And, yes. and uh, he thought they were people dressed up in blackface. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That deserves this. Uh, what's his name? Rashad Thomas. Yeah, okay, well, that's, that's a growing it, it, kick. Is that his only faux pas? I seem to remember him uh, coming into play a couple of times over the last few years. Are you guys keeping record? Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm giving them stars as we go. Yeah, all right. From 
February 4, 2019, the Groinies. Mm-hmm. 27-year-old man plans to sue his parents for having for having him without consent. Ah. <laughs> Your parents are two people yep. at the age of 2025 who just wanted a good night together and then they had you. You don't have to respect them for that. Having a child makes your life in society much easier. Mm-hmm. They owe you, if anything. They claim that they gave, you gave them joy mm-hmm. when you were born. Many of them claim this. Yeah. Or they claim because Very that good. we needed someone who will take the family, etc, etc, etc. What did you say? So basically, that. you are their asset. That deserves this. That was Ralph Raf, Raphael Samuel of New Delhi. I'm he calling had, that one born without prior consent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five. Let's see. Are we up to number five? Yes. Number five. <clears throat> this is from March 11, 2019. Following a lengthy public hearing that drew impassioned voices on both sides, the St. Paul City Council voted 5-2 to two on Wednesday evening to approve a long-simmering green-to-go or sustainable-to-go ordinance that bans black plastic takeout containers at restaurants and convenience stores, among other products destined for the trash. Council members Amy Brendamon, Mitra Nelson, Jane Prince, Dai Tao, and Chris Tolbert voted in support of the requirements, and council members Rebecca Noker, uh, Nucker and uh, Kasim Basuri voted against it. The UN is clear, said Nelson, who works closely with zero waste in St. Paul. We have about three city council terms to take local action on climate change before we face irreversible consequences. Uh, give uh, Mitra Nelson a, a groin kick, please. deserves this. From the, from the 2019 groinies. Here we go. <laughs> From March 15th, 2019, Beto O'Rourke kicked off the first day of the now official 2020 presidential campaign by comparing those fighting against climate change in America uh, to American soldiers storming the beaches of Normandy during World War II. Uh, The current president says he doesn't believe in climate change. Uh, I don't know how many countries are on the face of the planet, 192 muscle metals. Um, How could we who used to be the indispensable nation, be the only country that has removed itself from any obligation to work with anyone on perhaps the most pressing problem. If you think of our leadership, those who preceded us, right? Those who were on the beaches in Normandy, those who faced an existential threat to Western democracy and our way of life, they showed us the way. We, we can all come together, we can unite, we can marshal the resources, and this guy we can enough. convene the countries of the world around otherwise unsolvable Probably. That's who we are. That's why they call us the indispensable nation. Well, that moment is now for us on this issue. So if there's a time to reassert global leadership and make friends instead of enemies, it's today because the challenges are too great to do otherwise. Thanks. thanks. That deserves this. I I, I didn't, didn't hear the comparison. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. right in the middle. Right, it was there. Hold on, boy. Hold on. I'm, I don't want to hear it. Again. Were you talking over it? No. <laughs> no, I was because not. I heard him mention the beaches of yeah, Normandy, yeah, yeah. but I didn't hear him make the comparison. Yeah, he did. He said right before that, Kenny. He said like. <laughs> well, is that the last one? Because that, oh no, he, oh I thought there were only oh, six. Oh, there's a couple. This more. is the 2019 Groinish. Yeah. I thought there were only six. From I'm March sorry. 27, 2019, Gonzaga University to host an event about whether Disney hit movie Moana is really about rape. 
and Western Ooh. patriarchy. A professor of philosophy named Danielle Lane has scheduled the event at the Catholic College on Thursday to discuss whether the film is about sexual assault. The event is jointly sponsored by the university's uh, Women and Gender Studies and Native American Studies departments. Uh, and uh, she believes that uh, Moana, which is just absolutely adored by the two little girls in my life, uh, is about rape and Western patriarchy. Could you please give Danielle Lane a groin kick for the 2019 Groinies? That deserves this. I see high kicks, flowing gowns. What's the trophy look Big like? Big boobs. The trophy is the, the Cubs me? hat that has the two boobs on the, <laughs> on the uh, visor. Yes, yes. From April 5th, 2019, Brittany Cooper, an associate professor of women's uh, and gender studies. Uh, what did she do? She, uh, she uh, said that uh, time has been stolen from people of color. Yes. Remember, she said time oh. is different. Typically, we talk about race in terms of black and white issues in the African-American communities from which I come. We have a longstanding, multi-generational joke about what we call CP time or colored people time. Now, we no longer refer to African-Americans uh, uh, as colored, but this long-standing joke about our perpetual lateness to church, to cookouts, to family events, and even to our own funerals <laughs> remains. Uh, it's almost, uh, I, I can't take it anymore. She gets a groin kick for this. That deserves this. Ooh. And I will say this, CPT, I, some of the African Americans that I know yeah. well and work with, yeah. uh, always mock CPT yeah. as being a fact. How about your RT, <clears throat> rookie time? That's uh, a lot different. Yeah, that's really, that's really. The groinies from April <laughs> that, 10th. That. Did we kick her yet? I think we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The groinies. <laughs> the 2019 groinies from April 10th, 2019. Okay. <laughs> Minnesota Democrat Ilhan Omar is facing backlash after her speech at a Muslim uh, rights group's event in which she described the September 11th, 2001 terror attacks as some people did something. Care was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Oh, that deserves this. I may have spoke too soon. <laughs> she may have, uh, she might get the first groin kick of 2020 later in the she's show. she's going to have to. It's definitely in the running in my book. A new, uh, from the Groinies, from April 16th, 2019. Already to April. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Man, this year is going by fast. Already. A New York University <laughs> professor is under fire after taking to Twitter to question the memory of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks. The professor, Talia Lavin, who teaches journalism at the university, also took aim at Representative Dan Crenshaw in profane tweets. Mm. Uh, Lavin teaches a class called Reporting on the Far Right and focuses on far-right extremism and social justice. That's a hell of a journalism department. In a Saturday tweet, Lavin wrote, When did the memory of 9-11 become sacred? In what way and to whom? I mean, this is a genuine question. It was indisputably tragic, world-changing, evil, and despicable, and a turning point of history. But sacred is a particular word with its own religious meanings, and I wanted to pinpoint what it all means to call such a day sacred. What a son of a bitch. Uh, uh, 
Jeez. groin kick Talia Lavin. That you guys have your work cut this. out for you. Yeah. Holy crap. From May 29th, 2019, Mississippi campground manager loses job after pulling gun on a black army sergeant and his wife having a picnic. Groin kick the... Uh, that we never got the guy's name. this. Actually, I think it was a woman, wasn't it? Was a woman. I think so. Yeah. And our favorite uh, local uh, St. Paul, I'm sorry, St. Louis Park City Council gets a groin kick on July 8th of 2019 because they uh, voted to not say the Pledge of Allegiance. That deserves this. The 2019 Groinies. By the way, and I'm wearing the same tux to every award ceremony this year yeah, to boy. help me save the earth. Wait, to help me you. save the earth. Would you, you, if the 2020 Groinies roll around, would you acquiesce and allow Ricky Gervais to host? Yes. Okay, yes. good. I'll put out nice. the feelers. That would be a lot of couldn't fun. Couldn't be the it couldn't be the Groinies without Bernie Sanders oh, from September yes. 5, 2019. CNN hosted 10 town hall events with Democratic presidential candidates on the climate crisis Wednesday evening, a program that took place over seven hours. Uh, President Trump's re-election campaign already took advantage of the content and made some great videos of all the crazy things Democrats said during the program, from vowing to get rid of plastic to, uh, and then I don't have another page, but suffice to say, Bernie said something stupid. And boy, did he ever. You got it? I have it here right we go. here. This is a poisonous topic for politicians, but it's crucial to face. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. Would you be courageous enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe? Well, Martha, the answer is yes. (laughs) And the answer has everything to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies and make reproductive decisions. And the Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world that are uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me is totally absurd. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world, uh, where women do not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies and where they can have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have, something I very, very strongly uh, support. That deserves this. <laughs> the 2019 Groinies. You know what he was saying there? As president, I will use your tax money to fund abortions wherever people want them all around the world. Oh, it's not what it's about. This is from October 14th, 2019. Wow, we jumped to October. Yeah. Well, and it's Bernie again. No, yeah. the burn made two lists. Yeah. Feeling the burn today. Yeah. Uh, the burn, uh, let's see, it had something to do with his heart attack. He bounced back from that. Oh, this was when he was at the. Um, uh, oh, they were worried about his uh, his health. Yeah, he had the he had the bad ticker problem. But I'm not remembering I'm, the specifics. I'm wondering why this got noted as a uh, as a groiny. But just for the hell of it, kick him again. Kick him again. Get him again. From November. Wait, what was that? I, I don't have anything in my Bernie name. Sanders. Are, uh, it's not going to. That's not going to win. I, I, uh, We've got more stronger. It's it's it's, a, it's important to note that I have him listed for a groin kick on October 14th. 
but I don't remember why. I'll just write just down. Just because he's Bernie. I'm going to write down random dumb. There you are. There you go. There you <laughs> are. RD. Okay. November 1st, 2019. The Groinies. New Jersey woman sues country club and a waiter uh, oh, yeah. uh, oh. because she accused him of pouring red wine over her $30,000 Hermes purse. Right. <laughs> Bleep you, lady. That deserves this. And now show some graciousness. And now grab her purse and do this to it. That deserves Kick this. Kick it all over hell. <laughs> and finally, last one. 15, finally, number 15. The 2019 the up. This is like the featured film of the year. From October 11th of 2019, a climate change protester bent on delaying flight gets heckled by fellow passengers while a BBC editor on board points out some serious irony. And this is a cell phone video uh, of that flight. Of this fool. I I wish I could. Um, Today there's a protest at this airport. Sorry, can you do us all a favor and remove remove them from the plane? Sit, sit down and do it. No, no, don't sit down. Remove them from the plane. Get them off the plane. Let's take a vote. Okay, that's enough. You get the okay. idea. Yeah. Kick them. That deserves this. And of course, the irony was that the fool was wasting fuel holding up As the plane. As it was idling. Right, was, yeah. right. So, so there you have the, it, folks. He's lucky, by the way, because I watched the video several times. He's lucky he didn't get the crap beat up. Exactly. Yeah. If you were on that plane, yeah. uh, no, bud, this isn't happening here. Um, Close them out. <laughs> Wait a second. Stop, Thank you, ladies stop, and gentlemen. Stop, 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 stop. Aren't we going to elect one winner? Yeah, you guys are. So those are all the... Uh, those are all of the candidates. I got them. I have 15 of them. So yep. we're going to take a break, a commercial timeout. And, that, and count. A oh network boy. break. And then let's come back and vote live. Okay, like if, we're a jury. We're going to go into a... But first, I want to tell you. No, yes. no. I want to do it live. I think oh, we should okay. vote live. Uh, but I want to tell you first, so you've got a great weekend of football coming up. Right? Damn. Including your NDSU. That's right. 11 o'clock Saturday. Yeah. And you want to load up out at Grunhofer's in Hugo, the north end of Hugo. you got to load up on the brats and the burgers Meat and the management. whole deal. Meat management. Meat <laughs> management. You're going to Grunhofer's, which is the meat palace of all garage logicians and all those who discover what a fabulous, uh, I want to say, I don't want to say butcher shop because Spencer's a meat cutter. He's a meat cutter. He's a meat cutter. But everything you want is there. The prime rib roast, the burgers, the brats. And uh, we're not kidding anybody. GLers grill all year round. And you've got, uh, what a grilling opportunity Saturday when the Vikings play at San Francisco at 3.30. You can just put those brats right on the grill. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market on Highway 61, just at the north end of Hugo. a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiway. Can we get gift bags for this? Yes, you get swag. <laughs> Gentlemen, swag. your votes, please. Well, let's uh, start with the beginning and uh, just uh, list them all and then list our votes. And do we get to vote for more than one? Well, the, the award will go to whichever groiny collected... I have an idea. How about this? Uh, Our top three. Screw up. Our top three: gold, silver, and bronze. Huh? Why, why or by stars. Why didn't we do it when we took that little? Here, I can help you. Yeah. 
Who I think voted, we've been shut who down. Who voted here. for this one? To promote gender equality, California governor's wife will go by the ah. name first partner. No. Did that win with any vote? Did that win with any Can we vote for more than one? That's I don't care question. what you yes. do. I have the same number of stars for two of them. I have three. No, no stars. This no stars. It's, oh, just it's just a vote. It's just a vote. I do want to point out something to you, so, young man. Before we before we uh, started the show, Joe wanted to know what pieces of audio I had compiled. and said, I'm creating MP3s for him. And he looked at me and said... Let's not make this too perfect. Yeah. <laughs> who voted for a Reva Martin, who was oh, talking yeah. to a I black know. guy? Oh, yeah. I voted yes. for Reva. Yeah, yeah. Well, I voted is somebody for keeping Reva. track that, of that this? One's sure. tit- that one's titled, Hey Lady, I'm Black. Why I don't we stop right you. there? It's got four votes? four votes. Well, because we got a certain All right. local All person right. that's going to get some votes, too. Uh, the okay. fellow uh, Rashad Thomas, who went into a uh, restaurant in Arizona and saw mm. coal miners and saw blackface. Who votes there? Anybody vote? It's still ridiculous, but I didn't vote for it. 27-year-old man plans to sue his parents for having him born, without his consent. Born without prior consent. Right. Who votes there? No. Nah. Uh, okay. Uh, did anyone vote for... Uh, St. Paul, Paul City Council. Mitra Nelson saying we only have... you know, some, nah. we're, we're in agreement with the UN here in St. Paul. No. Nah, 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 nah. Beta. Beta O'Rourke oh, compared yeah. people... Uh, Fighting uh, on the beaches of Normandy to climate change. I've, yes. got, I've got my hand up. For I that voted one. second place for him. All right. No, so, you just, it's just a vote. Just a vote. <laughs> so, so far, does Reva Martin still lead? Four to two yeah. over yes. Beta. Gonzaga University to hold event about Disney hit movie Moana is really about rape and Western patriarchy. No. Uh, no. All right. And we go next to. Uh, Oh, boy. Brittany Bla- Cooper? That's time stolen. BPT. Brittany Cooper. Black people time. CPT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, co- yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, no. Omar describing Wait, nine. Yeah. No, no votes for that one? I did not. No, no, I, did I did not. not. No. Omar describing 9 yep. 11 as some people did something. So we've got uh, That's going, your winner. Well, well, that's no, it's tied with Arriva. That's four. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Professor Jackass. September eleventh, a holy day. Any votes there? I uh, I put in a vote there. All right. Uh, number eleven, gun. Uh, uh, some douchebag pulled a gun on black people having a picnic. Yep. Anybody get that uh, one? I also threw a vote in All there. Right. How many votes yeah, did no. you throw out? Mm-hmm. Well, wait. You you, you voted for everybody. Yeah. You, oh. We, we, the St. Louis. Yeah. The St. Louis Park City Council. Uh, I get one for that one. Right. I, I that didn't was, vote because they wait. made they ended up making the right decision. I forgot to write end. that one down. Oh, yeah. I did too. Isn't that weird? Uh-huh. Okay. Weird. You guys lost interest? <laughs> Bernie promoting using your money to fund abortions all around the world. I did vote for Go that Go away, one. Bernie. No, yeah. no, I didn't vote for that. All right. Uh, Bernie random dumb. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Bernie heart trouble? Woman sues country club because her purse got some wine on it. Uh, no, Anybody get no, that? No, Nobody no, cares about precious. that. Yeah. And uh, last one, climate protester delay. The guy the delaying the flight in England. <laughs> so we've got ourselves a tie between Hey Lady, I'm Black, and Ilhan Omar. Yeah. Four votes each. So. And I have audio for both of those. So let's let's replay both. They're both very short. Is this a groin off? And then this is a groin off. And maybe yep. the mayor hey, should, hey, hey. should. Oh, there break. we go. I will break the tie if okay. need be. You will roll. Right. Here comes the 2019 groin off. <laughs> was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Boy, that that really, uh, yeah, yeah, chaps my, and here's a Reva. My, 
that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you uh, have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I have the privilege of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. Uh, Ariva, I hate to break it to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. Here, 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 here. I don't know what I, I, you've got a tough job there, Mr. Mayor, because I always fall on the side of humor. So I would take, hey, lady, I'm black. I hate to break but it boy, to you. Boy, <laughs> I really, really have a strong dislike for Ilhan Omar. And what she said was so egregious and such an insult to all the families and victims of 9 11. I, 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 hear you, hear you. going to break the what, table. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm the mayor. These are tough decisions. I don't know how he's going to rule. This is why I'm in office above the boathouse on the East Shore. My palms are sweaty. They're hairy, too. (laughs) Would you please play them both again? Oh, boy. Is this a double groin off? It's a double groin off. Oh, my goodness. Care was founded after 9-11. Oh, this makes me mad. Because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose Access to our civil liberties. Wow. That's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you uh, have the privilege of, of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I and have the privilege your- of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. Uh, Ariva, I hate to break it to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. (laughs) 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 Well, I've made my decision. I've made my decision. I have the mayoral gavel. To give the groinies the weight and credibility they deserve... We must apply to the. We must apply a standard of uh, how significant the groiny kicky oh. is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Ilhan oh, Omar okay. is far more significant than this misinformed Ariva Martin. All right, the 2019 recipient of groiny of the year is Minnesota's own <laughs> Ilhan Omar. That deserves this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> congratulations! Oh, get her out of here! Get her out of here! What the hell? So, uh, Sucha, I, I've heard recently that there's not going to be a uh, host for the Oscars this year. No, they're too afraid to have I, one. Uh, I, I propose the same thing for the Groinies next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, because she's on a roll. I'm announcing that Ilhan Omar is about to become the first groiny recipient wow. of 2020. Wow. And this is January 10. Let me write that down. 2020. So she could be a repeat winner next year. It's a fighting chance. She's going to be it. the New York Yankees of the groinies. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Break them up. Break them up. <laughs> Even before you start. Here is your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Surprise, Logic. I found it. <laughs> During a news conference Wednesday, Representative Ilhan Omar uh, said that she got PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, from learning of the uh, bombing of the evil Salami, and that she was then seen 
Well, I feel a little bit ill because of everything that is taking place. And I think every time I hear of conversations around war, I find myself being stricken with PTSD, Omar said. She also used her time at the podium to condemn President Trump's installment of crippling sanctions that are uh, starving the innocent people of Iran. And uh, she argues that he's goading Iran into war. And then when other people spoke, she was seen in the background smirking and laughing with Rashid Tlaib and Alexandria Occasional Cortex. So uh, she's, uh, and she also wishes there would be sanctions uh, on Israel rather than than Iran. Uh, Ilhan Omar is your first groin kick recipient of 2020. We're going back to number one here. Mm-hmm. She is this the first one of 2020? It's the first one of 2020. Ilhan Omar. That deserves this. Would that technically be the second? Because remember Michelle Williams at the Golden Globes, what she said. No. The uh, how she, uh, she we forgot to groin kick her though. But d- would that qualify? Well, that should have been a groin kick. We weren't on top of our how are, game. How are you keeping notes here? Are you just writing got it a down? File. On the, got a file. Oh, okay. File. Got right. a file. Official file. Because right Michelle Williams says she, she wouldn't have been able to win this Golden Globe had she not had an abortion. Yeah. Uh, oh right. I don't have that in my. I don't have but that. I could that look would it qualify. Up. Correct. Well, uh, of course it would, but we didn't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. Is there a, why do you, why do you a, dig uh, yourself those holes? I don't know. He brings it up without having the audio, knowing Here, full well. Calm I'm down, ab- Gervais. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm abandoning the 2019 file of groinies, groinies, and I'm <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't you just start a new one? Jesus. This is what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I'm going to be over here, okay? I, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting rid of the 2019 groiny uh-huh. file. Is it time for Royce yet? And it, I'm starting the 2020 file. No He's going to put them back in the printer so they print on the other side, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and make next year's groinies even more confusing. <laughs> and uh, where is it? Right here. Watch this. 2019. Cross it off. 2020. 2020. And Ilhan, you sweetheart. You're the first one of the the year. This has gone almost as smoothly as married forever. (laughs) Married (laughs) forever. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this an example? Uh, Thank you to the Groiny Committee. You're welcome. And uh, all those involved backstage. Are we having dinner? Uh, I have a question (laughs) for you. I'm going to see what you guys think. A California teenager has shared his incredible story of how he survived being stranded for 30 hours in the mountains of Utah in sub-freezing temperatures and waist-deep snow. Nicholas Stacy Dash Alcantara, a 17-year-old high school student from Fresno, said he was visiting his ex-girlfriend near Salt Lake City last week when he decided to go for a day-long hike alone with plans to return in time for dinner. He packed six peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and 40 <laughs> ounces of water before setting off. He's now recovering in a hospital. Stacy Alcantara said the weather had been mild when he began his planned route from Mill Creek Canyon to Park City, but by late afternoon, the temperatures dipped and snow began to fall. The weather forced Stacy Alcantara to stop his journey. His cell phone had no service, and his feet began to freeze. He said he didn't want to have a peanut butter sandwich be his last meal. Stranded in the wilderness, he dug a snow cave beneath a tree to take cover from the elements. He rubbed his hands against his chest to keep the blood flowing. I knew my chest was more important than my feet, he told reporters. I knew if I lost my feet, I could still live, so I really just tied the ends of my jacket together. I tucked my arms inside my jacket and tucked my head inside my jacket. Knowing that if he fell asleep, he might never wake up, 
The teen said he set the alarm on his phone to go off every 30 minutes. He grasped a beaded bracelet his ex-girlfriend had given him to help think about all those who cared for him and pushed himself to survive. And as the night wore on, he imagined having a, a final conversation with his buddies. When the sun rose in the morning, he walked out of the snow cave, leaving behind his wet clothes and boots. They were too frozen to tie. Eventually, he came across some skiers who had a satellite phone, and he was rescued by a helicopter. Here's my question to Garage Logician. Okay. Is that an example of losing your relationship with nature, or is that an example of, of having not lost your relationship with nature? Uh, I think um, I think it's both. We, we have to consider here that reporting isn't what it used to be, so we don't really know how he was dressed and how... How how anticipatory he might have been for the weather to turn, he was, but well, I I'm I'm leaning on to the side of a very resourceful kid who uh, uh, knew how to keep himself alive. Does the story say how long he planned on being gone? Because when you said six peanut butter sandwiches, that's a hell of a lot. He said it was a six hour hike. He intended to be home for dinner, so he was going to kill six sandwiches. Yeah. In six hours. I guess. Was it a full or a half? It, it, make, it makes it sound like he was, well, maybe he was doing the right thing and yeah. preparing for uh, an, an event of disaster. Which yeah. would mean in touch. Yeah. I'm gonna Getting go lost with, might not be. I'm going to go with the, that kid was in touch with nature. He was smart enough to surprise, uh, survive. Reavers, you drove Right by this. Yeah. Right by it. I did. Yeah. You didn't see the kid? I didn't because see him. Because Salt Lake City <laughs> virtually ends, I mean, completely ends. There are no houses past Mill Creek Canyon. Mm-hmm. God, well, on that note, part of we're, we're uh, going to pause. Yeah, okay. I want to tell you about Jack's Cafe. All right. Darn tootin'. Jack's Cafe is online at jackscafe.com. J-A-X-C-A-F-E is how you spell it. I think people know how to spell cafe. Well, I, well, that's true. Yeah, I, I could stop at Jack's. But I point it out because, you know what, they are a little different. They're a little different from your just well, run they the know. They restaurant. spell cafe the way it should be spelled. Well, you know, after going through Jack's. Has it got an umlaut above the E? It does. It does have an umlaut. And you can find out because they've got a really cool neon sign right outside their restaurant on University Avenue Northeast, 1928 to be exact. And they are three generations. Bill is a third generation family member running the restaurant so they know exactly what they're doing three generations you know there's a lot of restaurants that open and then close right away because they can't maintain maybe the quality or just the uh, just the uh, what do you call it the um, their reputation their reputation for food is outstanding their reputation for ambiance is outstanding and it's just a great place to eat and have a party so if you have a party planned maybe you're the party planner for work or the family or you want to plan a wedding Check out the facilities at Jack's Cafe, jaxcafe.com. You can call them at 612-789-7297. If you're just going there for dinner with your sweetheart, ask for the Rookie VIP date night menu. Two people get a four-course meal with dessert and a bottle of wine included, 612-789-7297. Ambiance galore at Jack's Cafe, J-A-X. C A F E little tiny dot C O M sixty two sixty three. Is this Dylan? You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. Just a minute. 
Are you involved in this at all? Not at all. This is all his production. This is actually a two-hour thing for him. I was listening to him do it. Just, I didn't know just he was going to send it to huh? us. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept it. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Three Minnesota State Fair police officers have told our TV affiliate, Five Eyewitness News, they have filed age discrimination complaints after 37 of the State Fair officers received termination letters telling them they have to reapply with no guarantee of being rehired. All three said they filed the complaint with the State Fair's Human Resources Department. One of the officers said they went a step further and filed similar complaints with the Minnesota Department of Human Rights and the Federal Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Uh, The identities of the three officers are being protected by the TV station because they're still fighting to keep their jobs. The officer who filed complaints with the state and the EEOC takes exception with one requirement of the rehiring process at the state fair. That requirement says returning officers must have a college degree in law enforcement. The officer said many of us got into law enforcement before a college degree was required. Now anyone over the age of 55 on the fair's police department, and that's about 16 of us, will not be able to get rehired because we don't have a degree. State Fair and Paul Paulos, the State Fair Police Chief, declined interview requests from KSTP but issued a statement uh, saying that is part of the new policy, the college degree or certificate. The officers will officially be terminated starting February 1st. What do they do all year long? They still patrol. If you go on the grounds, there is there is a police presence, <laughs> albeit very light. You could ask my son about that. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. He got a little trouble, did he? No, he didn't get in any trouble at all, but he thought, you know, he was out and about, and it was, you know, midnight, 1 a.m. He was like, hey, let's drive around in here and see what's up. <laughs> and he immediately got pulled over, and the cop said, hey, what's up? <laughs> Question. And Ben said, we're on our way out. That's what's up. <laughs> Is that uh, the case with a lot of uh, departments? The college degree thing? I don't know. I've never heard well, of it. I haven't either. Let's not dwell on it. Uh, well, oh. no. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Alexandria Tech used to have a police uh, course that I think was a couple of years old, and you could get into a department right. after that. But that was more, wasn't that a, a two-year program? Yes. If they're saying that would be certification, this might be a, uh, they want a college degree. And, or certification. And oh, I know okay. State, State Patrol is always doing hiring pushes, and that's one of their qualifications mm. if you have a college degree. It doesn't matter what your other background uh, stuff is. Interesting. Yeah. A large North Shore resort in Two Harbors has traded hands for what could be a record price. Superior Shores was sold to North Shore Resort Company for about $15 million wow. this month. New owner Bryce Campbell, who has plans to update and expand the resort over the next several years, says it has an open-ended opportunity that's very appealing. Uh, Campbell also bought Lutzen Resort back in 2018, along with his mother and business partner, Sheila Campbell. Bryce Campbell said he will be splitting his time between the two properties. The Campbell's also owned Campbell Hospitality Group in Canada, which includes the Copper River Inn in Fort Francis, Ontario, just across the border from International Falls. Iranian investigators said they would be willing to hand over the black boxes in that Ukrainian airliner crash to another country for analysis, as Tehran denies assertions by Western officials that the Boeing was downed by anti-aircraft missiles. Kind of tough to ignore the video. Oh, my yeah. God. The video is yes. fairly obvious. Yeah. yeah. Iran also invited investigators from Boeing, the U.S., Ukraine, France, and Canada to probe the causes of the crash. That crash killed all 176 people on board. Two prominent authors in the White House press secretary having a, uh, a you-know-what match on Twitter. <laughs> Stephen King and Don Winslow tweeted Thursday they would each kick in $100,000 to St. Jude's Children's Hospital 
in Press Secretary Stephanie Graham's name, uh, Grisham, excuse me, Stephanie Grisham's name, if she would hold a one-hour meeting in the White House briefing room. Is Winslow our guy? The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Drug guy? Yeah. Uh, if you have $200,000 to play with, Grisham answered via CNN, why not just help children because it's a good thing to do? Donations to ter- a charity should never come with strings attached. Well, Winslow quickly responded to that with, first, we both regularly do donate to charity. Secondly, why do all Trump officials refuse to answer the most basic questions they are asked? Why have you not held any White House press briefings been no for over press, press briefings. 300 days? For 300, 300 days. days. Oh. Grisham took over as White House press secretary when Sarah Sanders departed in June. Well, why do we even have a White House press secretary? Yeah. Why are the taxpayers paying uh, Russia, Grisham? you should apply for that gig. Yeah. Think so? <laughs> the administration. Uh, we're not going to have another uh, press conference today, so you guys can go home. Uh, they're serving uh, lunch right in the uh, in the dining room. The administration has set a record for the longest period without a White House press briefing, which last occurred March 11th, while Sanders was still in the position. The president will often hold informal press pools with reporters on the White House lawn and take questions during other White House events. The surveillance video taken from outside Jeffrey Epstein's jail cell on the day of his first suicide attempt has been permanently deleted. Oh, really? That's Isn't shocking. that amazing? They just had their foot on the pedal, Jeez. just like uh, what's Rose her name? Mary Woods lives. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein, the disgraced financier who was facing federal sex trafficking charges, was found semi-conscious in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center on July 23rd. Now, that was the first attempt. Later, of course, he killed himself. But that video is now gone because MCC officials mistakenly saved video from a different floor. Oh, <laughs> oh that's what happened. Well, that's plausible. John, Rick, that could you, happen. Rick, you used the same VHS tape. You had one job. <laughs> the court papers say the MCC inadvertently preserved video from the wrong tier within the MCC, and as a result, video from outside the defendant's cell no longer exists. The FBI made that discovery last week while reviewing a copy of the video provided by MCC officials. The filing was made in a case involving Nicholas Tartaglioni, a former police officer in Westchester County, New York, who was Epstein's cellmate on the day of the incident. Tartaglioni is awaiting trial on charges he killed four men and buried them in his yard in 2016. Prosecutors allege he was involved in a cocaine distribution conspiracy. Ed Cookie Burns has died. Joe and I will know him. lend me your comb. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. He was 87. Uh, He was in 77 Sunset Strip in the early 60s. Uh, Also was in the movie Grease. He died of natural causes at his home, according to his son, Logan Burns. The release said his is the story of an ambitious young kid who in his 20s drove out to Hollywood from New York City with a few hundred dollars and a dream of making it big in the entertainment business. Cookie Burns? Wait a minute. He was in... He was in that Sergio Leone movie, Bucket of Bullets, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a bad guy in Buckets of Buckets of Bullets. Can I tell you something? I don't think he was. Can I tell you something? I know what you're doing, but let me tell you something. Because our listeners are the best, and I'm going to straighten you something. I'm going to straighten you out. This is coming from Jordy, isn't it? You're going to read me something from Jordy. This is from Bucket of Bullets on his. This is from Ken Walker. Uh, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you! Bucket of Bullets is not a movie. 
In the interest of keeping this a fact-based show, I wanted to address the notion that you all put forward about Sergio Leone and Clint Eastwood making a movie called Bucket of Bullets. Being an enormous fan of the Spaghetti Western myself, this struck me as odd since I'd never heard of any movie called A Bucket of Bullets, let alone from Sergio. Sergio did produce a movie in 1975 that might be near and dear to the GL crew called A Genius, Two Partners in the Idiot. Here is a list of his movies okay. from 1959 through okay. 1975. Last Days of Pompeii, The Colossus the of Rhodes, list, huh? A Fistful of Dollars for a Few Dollars More, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Once Upon a Time in the West, Duck, You Sucker, right, uh, right. Remember that My one. Name yep. is Nobody, yep. A Genius, Two Partners, An Idiot, and Once Upon a Time in America, Keep Pushing Back, Ken. So there was no movie named Bucket of Once Bullets. Once Upon a Time in the West is easily the best movie ever made so in the fun. entire world. Fine movie. Uh, but that Ken guy, he's... Uh, completely wrong because Bucket of Bullets is it was his last release and it was actually produced uh, made in eight, 1987 look it up Rook it's there I don't see it in the filmography but I'll keep checking you by know, the if way if I was going to buy some bullets where would I do that <laughs> oh have we started is the timer is the clock going <laughs> Jordy sends me a link, uh, Such, for a, a joint down in Iowa. All of us gun guys know what this joint is called, but they're selling 5.56s by the 55-gallon barrel. Wow. <laughs> I don't oh. think, I don't know if DKMags.com up in New Brighton are selling them by the barrel. I do know they're selling Bucket of Bullets 22s, Remington's uh, long caliber 36 grain for a good price, 73 bucks for uh, 1,400 rounds. The other caliber I've been looking at is 40 cal. I use the cheap Blazer 180s uh, on the range, uh, 350 rounds for a 111 bucks for a bucket. <laughs> that's that's a nice price, and you got yourself a free bucket along the way. Yeah, you get a bucket out of the deal. <laughs> the secret, if you guys have been to DKMakes.com, the secret is to get in there with a few dollars left in your wallet because there's so much to choose from. It's a wonderful joint, all the accessories you can ever dream of, and if they don't have that gun you need, they can order it. Toot sweet. True GLers, these guys. Awesome counter workers. Awesome smithing. I absolutely love the shop. Uh, oh, and they have a joint up in Monticello, Monticello Pond and Gun. Go to dkmags.com. I see what you guys did there, but I have more about Ed Cookie Burns. Yeah. I swear he was in Bucket of Bullets. As Joe said, he earned a gold record for the song Cookie Cookie, Lend Me Your Comb. He also did a Christmas song that's gained some notoriety back then in 1959. It's called Yulesville, where he plays basically a beatnik. What was his about- name? Edward Burns? Ed. Ed Burns. Spelled E-D-D. As a tribute to his enduring celebrity and cookie character, he ranked number five in the TV Guide list of TV's greatest teen idols ever. Let the record show if you're a radio nerd. We broke. Uh, I broke a rule by interrupting John. Joe broke a rule by interrupting me. Yep. And then we finally threw it back to John. Good. Yeah. Keep, that's not how you do radio. Keeping with the theme of let's not try to be too perfect. This ain't radio. This, <laughs> yeah. this, this, no, this is a podcast. podcast. This ain't radio. This and is for those full. of you that have seen Grease, he was the uh, the TV heartthrob. Yeah. And the, uh, the dance-off and stuff like that. John. Yes. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. Talking about how to do things properly. I'm 67 years old, and the GL Podcast is my first experience with the understanding and using of this technology. A few weeks back, I listened to about a half the broadcast thinking, boy, these guys are talking fast. They must have really loaded up on sugar and caffeine. No, Joe had a column to write that day. At about that point, I noticed there was a little... 
At about that point, I noticed there was a little readout in the bottom left corner of the screen. Figured the only way to see what it does was to hit it. A learning moment for the old guy. I was listening at one and a half speed. I had no idea I'd somehow advanced my listening speed. It was much more relaxing to listen to the rest of the show. I would think so. Drinking oh, tea. Fun. You guys drink tea? Anybody here? I drink tea. I, I, pretty, I, if I have a cold. Every day, yeah, every day I drink tea, pretty much. Yeah, yeah we we'll figured good that. for you. You it, raise your little pinky when you drink yeah, it? You're so much better than us. <laughs> Read the New Yorker. <laughs> it's been linked to a lower risk of heart disease. Well, then I'm going to get some. Well, as, as well, ironic well, so since, coffee. Ironic since you had a heart attack. I didn't start till after. As well as a longer and healthier life. The research involved over 100,000 people in 15 provinces in China who answered questions about their tea drinking habits and provided medical records as part of a study on cardiovascular disease. The participants enrolled in this study in 1998 were followed up by the year 2015. Drinking tea at least three times a week appears to extend a person's life by 1.26 years on average. Saw them live free from heart disease and stroke for 1.41 years more than those who never or rarely drink tea. Doesn't matter what kind of tea, either 49% drank green tea, 43% scented tea or other teas, and 8% black tea. Let me guess. Yeah. It's an antioxidant. Yeah, exactly. Well, so is coffee. Yeah. Yep. Well, and oddly enough... So um, is beer. Yeah. And so is one of our sponsors, uh, Power Thirst. And this is what we were on the day we were talking fast. Do you want to feel so energetic? <laughs> Try Power Thirst. Energy drinks for people who need gratuitous amounts of energy. With all new flavors like chocolate. Chocolate energy. It's like adding chocolate to an electrical store. <laughs> Sound the alarm. You're going to be uncomfortably energetic. What's that? You want strawberry? Well, how about rawberry? Made with lightning. Real lightning. Sports. You'll be good at them. It's an energy drink for men. Energy. You'll have so much energy. Energy. Just running all the time. Power running, power lifting, power sleeping, power dating, power eating, power laughing, power spawning babies. You'll have so many babies. 400 babies. Hey, go with the sure thing. Don't gamble on your energy. Weird story from oh Oregon. Oh, my God. I'm tired after listening to 400 babies. Running around nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. A man oh. who is allegedly high on meth reportedly fought off more than a dozen police officers while he was uh, publicly... Um, working on his swimsuit area? Yeah, working okay. on his swimsuit. That's a good it. way right. to put it. 37-year-old yep. yep. Andrew Fry yep. apparently made a series so of... Wait a minute. Now, yeah. He's fighting cops and he's still going? That's correct, yeah. Oh, he, wow. He that math must be something else. Skills, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he made a series of outbursts and then began touching himself. These drugs are a marvelous invention. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon restaurant. <laughs> Incredibly, police got there. He continued to do that. My and they word, tried huh? to grab him, reportedly unable to subdue him, even with a taser. Wow. He uh, continued to, uh, you know, it took 15 yeah. officers. Fifteen one five must have had a can of power thirst to wow. finally take him into custody and stop him from pleasuring. Wow, himself. that's terrible. So he d- nah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, you got Good this edit. one. Good edit. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. I want editing. A uh, Benton, Arkansas story: A man claimed someone stole his cheeseburger off of a motel nightstand. <laughs> What? In attend- oh, <laughs> I read this. Oh, God. In an attempt to solve it. You know, in my, given my taste, John, I just yeah. ignored it. I'm shocked that you have it, but go ahead. <laughs> all I got's that cheeseburger. That's all he had. In an attempt to solve the alleged hamburglary. No. Oh, come, no. On, come on. No, come on. Come no, on. No, no. Here all week. Keegan Byers <laughs> filed a report with the police. According to the report, Byers informed the officer he purchased two cheeseburgers at a nearby gas station. 
It's well, like Joe's newspaper good. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he reportedly Eating a hot dog at nine a.m. <laughs> a couple of roller dogs for yeah. the road. Well, he's yeah. been up since one a.m. Yeah, yeah it's the middle on. of his day. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Byers reportedly ate one of the burgers, then put the other one on the nightstand at the Trout Motel to keep while he slept. What are you seeing out front of the Trout Motel, Sue? Big stuffed trout. <laughs> Big trout. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There was another person sleeping in the room at the time, but that individual spoke to police and claimed he did not touch the cheeseburger. The officer did note in the report Byers was, quote, extremely intoxicated oh, okay. at the time they talked to him about the incident. What am I hearing? What is that? Reavers is watching. A production. No, I was uh, looking at or listening to something in queue and it was coming through my microphone. I see. Sorry about that. Yeah. Wichita Falls. But pool. you're very discreet and you're very. Yeah, uh, you're handling it like, just like <laughs> a pro. What, what, what is going on here? My hearing aids are ringing. Garage Logic 2020. <laughs> Let's not be too perfect. <laughs> my hearing aids were ringing. You know what's tonight, don't you? Tonight's Friday. Party night. No. Full moon. The wolf moon. The yeah. wolf moon. See, now this story I saw, but I didn't bring in. Because, oh, well, John. we can't really see it. That's the problem. Yes, we can. Uh-uh. John. It's in the afternoon here. You know what? Based what? On, Didn't you read the whole story? Based on history, John. I'm going with John on this the one. Moon, what do you mean? The moon has been oh, setting. No, no well, wait, just, wait, wait. Like 2.21 p.m. Shut up. The moon has been setting at 5 a.m. on my way go, in. Go ahead, Joe. According to the Old Farmer's Almanac, the January full moon was dubbed the wolf moon by Native Americans because it occurred at a time of year when wolves would be howling with hunger. Yeah. Uh, Earth Sky notes that the full moon is also a penumbral eclipse, which means that the moon will be partially in Earth's shadow. However, the eclipse oh. will not be visible in North America. Right. Okay. Uh, we're going to see it tonight. He, I think he, you're referring to the eclipse, right, John? The wolf moon eclipse, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, referring to the eclipse. We get to see the wolf moon. Oh, well, yeah, so what? It's just a moon. Oh. What is wrong with you? It's just a moon. Don't you have any romantic (laughs) impulses? Oh, you're going to miss it anyway. No, I won't. No, no, I ain't. No, I ain't. Let me tell you this. And don't think I won't. And don't think I won't. (laughs) And tell me this. I heard today that there's 13 full moons in 2020. Okay. Including two in October, thus year once in a blue moon. Okay. That's called a blue moon. But also on Halloween night, there's a full moon. Oh, boy. Damn. Oh. Uh, and Halloween this year is on a Saturday. I'm oh, verifying that really? for you. It is on Saturday. That's trouble. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what I might do? I you didn't hear me there. I might have to... Get the kids over to the rookie house for yeah, a Saturday on. Halloween. It's cool. There's a beer. It's how you doing? Hey, you want kids, a trick or treat? This is what a grown man laying in a pool of his own vomit looks like. <laughs> oh, God. Whoa, Teddy, that's See, scary. That, that, that's rookie's mask. Yeah. Vomit. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, tonight's a gorgeous, oh. gorgeous moon. Festivities it's a, begin it's tonight a wolf for moon. Halloween. Is Pat joining us from the fort? Yes, we will. Uh, we will call him from shortly. his uh, Florida estate. All right, very good. Hey, Pat, you want a statistic? I'm ready. <laughs> your, uh, your Fighting Wild lost 2-1 to one last night in Calgary. Okay. One goal on 43 shots. That's almost impossible. 
They hit the goalie often, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Boy, I can hear everything I'm saying. Why is the echo so loud? Do we know? I don't know. Are you at home? No, I'm in uh, Florida. No, I know, but are you at home in Florida? <laughs> yes, I am. You're but not, now oh. the echo is gone. So okay. So the, the, the magical rookie did something. Speaking of that, Joe and I are curious about something. You left your phone in a car... On your way to the airport, you get to the airport. No, you no, left no. it at home. No, I left it in, in uh, my my uh, brother-in-law, Chaz. He's a nice guy. He, uh, he said, I'll run you out the airport. I got nothing to do. Okay. So he ran me out the airport, and we were, and I had the phone in my back pocket. Okay. I generally have it, but I said, well, maybe it'll slip out and go down the seat, so I'll put it in the console here. Okay. So then I jumped out, grabbed my bag, and went through security in about three minutes. There was no line there at all. Yeah. And uh, but I I recall taking it out of my back pocket, thinking that okay, I didn't want to get it loaded or get it pickpocketed at the airport. So then I got all through security and started packing up my uh, bags and everything and uh, going through my bags and there was no cell phone. So I went through the bag, and there was no cell phone. And I talked to one of the guys and said, hey, did I leave it in that little bucket there when it came out? Because my billfold came out, but the phone's gone. So anyway, uh, we got Homeland Security involved. We got all kinds of other security guys involved. It's about a half hour. I've pretty much given up on ever seeing that phone again, thinking I dropped it out of my Somewhere I dropped it out of my pocket, walking into the into the place, and now I'm I'm pretty much given up. And uh, and but I see the I go to the last desk and there's a actual phone there. So I call the uh, wife and say, "Let's let's change the cell phone again. I'm going to call him and see if anything happened." Got her involved. So I, I I called him and he said, "I'm just pulling back into the airport." Uh, you left it in the console, but he'd seen it, but he had the exact identical phone to mine. So he didn't think anything. Of it, right. But he's a good guy. He's downtown Minneapolis and turns around and drives back. Luckily I'm a two hour. I, I'm a get to the airport early guy. I went through security three times, <laughs> but the last time I actually had a cell phone. Yeah. So, I think it is Yes. I think I know why you left your phone in the car. You pulled up. You uh, it wasn't too busy. You pulled right up to the uh, the uh, whatever the gate is, and you were worried about Chaz giving you the uncomfortable hug goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and it freaked you out so much you left your phone. I could guarantee you that was a possibility for neither of them. That wasn't a, that, that's not a, he's not a hunter either, as best I can tell. Let, so, while we're no, ta- it was just the old man. Was that a neat trip? Thank you. You're a great guy. Let me grab my bag out of the back here. We'll be gone. And, uh, but God, here's my problem. My memory told me 100% that it was in the back. In my back pocket when yeah. I walked into the. Well, that's memoromania. Let the record show, what? Royce, that nobody in this room, the five of us, will never, under any circumstances, give you a ride to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't really need one, but he's now a retired fella. He uh, he worked at an accounting firm where they make you retire at sixty-two. 
with generous uh, wages, I might add. And uh, so he had nothing else to do. So he said, yeah, I'll run you out to the airport. So he saved me 50 bucks. How's the weather in the fort? Well, cloudy and windy today. Yeah. You know, we got to cross the bear down here. It can't be over 76 or so, and it's a little <laughs> cloudy and windy today. Yeah. But the previous couple of days were nice. But uh, basically, I've spent uh, two days. Uh, they're, they're changing the uh, service for the wireless and the TVs and yeah. stuff down here. And the whole complex had to change it, and uh, perhaps spent two days. I hate technology. I got to tell you, I do too. <laughs> put, a, put another app. I, I I came down here. I had eight eight eight, eight apps in my phone. I got about seventeen now. Yeah. I don't want all those apps in there. I don't know what they. How are you going to remember the passwords? You can't remember the passwords, no. right? So, Pat, if the if the fighting purple, I'm getting up, too many sports here. Yeah, that's where I'm going. If the fighting purple end up making the Super Bowl, will the Roycey Estate become ground zero for the Garage Logic podcast to stay, and then we can shoot over to Miami? Well, I think we want. To, I think we should still hold out for the boat. I want to go for the boat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. saw the chairman in the lunchroom today. I forgot to ask him about it. I thought it was a little premature. Is the boat, is the boat still in Lauderdale? That's the big question. I don't know. But uh, oh yeah, sure. you know we can. Uh, you know we yeah. we can all crowd into this tiny little place. Sure. Hey, no, uh, I'm I got out. the top I'm bunk. I'm out. I won't <laughs> be there. I'm out. Pat, uh, can they beat the 49ers? Of course they can. Yes, although I think the 49ers are better than the Saints. I, I felt that way all along. I, I, I thought the Saints, everybody said, oh, you got to go to the Saints and face that big crowd and all that stuff. I don't know. I watched them during the middle of the season to get their ass kicked by Atlanta in that same stadium and barely beat Carolina. Now, I'm not saying they aren't. There wasn't a great uh, upset victory, but uh, I, I, I would be more surprised if they went Sunday, uh, Saturday than I was that they won last Sunday. I Apparently a big snowstorm headed to Green Bay where they put the call out yeah. to the townsfolk to show up Sunday morning with yeah, their shovels. Well, and, you, and who called it? You did. Last time I talked to you, you said that they love to put those, uh, you know, let's let's have the second game on Sunday be in Green Bay, and if we're lucky, it'll be colder than hell and we'll be getting snow. Oh, it could be great. That's good for the, that's good for the ratings. Yeah. Uh, you remember when they made poor old Brett and uh, the Giants play there on a Saturday night, the day game, I don't know, was in San Diego or someplace. Yeah. <laughs> they had the, the Packers there playing when it was 25 below zero. They, they, uh, they're sadists, the NFL. Uh, <laughs> people who run the NFL are a bunch of sadists. Coughlin had frostbite for the next three years from that game, I believe, standing on the sidelines. Oh, wow. He never did uh, change, his, uh, change his complexion, did it? Uh, didn't Brett throw like... I believe that was his last game as a Packer. He threw uh, the interception in overtime that led to the Giants winning the game. And it was a bad interception. Tennessee at Baltimore is the night game Saturday. Mm -hmm. That could be weather. That could be weather. And the rain, but it's not going to, you know, I I wouldn't worry about getting too good of weather in Baltimore. I'm sure Tennessee's hoping for weather to slow down Lamar Jackson. Yeah, 67 on Saturday in Baltimore. Oh, for Pete's sake. (laughs) (laughs) 67? Yep. Wow. Well, I was, uh, you know, I didn't even thought, but no matter who goes to the Super Bowl, I ought to be able to sneak over there and get a couple of columns, shouldn't I? Oh, yes. they don't even have to put me up for the night. They just got to give me a little bit of mileage. What is that? A two-hour drive from the fort? Yeah, yeah, but be about two hours to the <laughs> stadium. I would guess. 
Fort Lauderdale. I mean, to, I don't know where they're going to have the teams cloistered or what, but yeah, a couple hours is all it is. It ain't the alligator alley of our youth, Joe. No. They had, uh, they had two lanes through the middle of the jungle right. with no lights. Right. <laughs> no, Very no frightening. Very frightening. Yeah. Kenny, did you ever drive on that? Uh, I think I did as a youth, but I, I, I have no memory because I've been back and forth uh, across Florida a, a bunch of times, but I was, you know, under 15. And the, uh, the, uh, they had no uh, overhead lights, about every 20 miles they'd have a light, and guys would be going 85 miles an hour, and uh, maybe have a little coke in them and go head on, and that's pretty traffic. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> they yeah. slaughtered a lot of people on that road. Yeah. And they bumped off a few Florida Panthers, too. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. As a kid, the state uh, just scared the hell out of me. I just kept the doors locked the whole time. <laughs> as, a, as a general rule, about 80% of the crashes there require uh, the helicopter to the medevac to come in and because everybody's flying so fast. They don't. Oh, God, yeah. But now you have to go across a uh, you know, divide there to hit somebody. Although they do that, too. We'll talk to you Monday, big boy. All right. After the big well, win. Thank you. Okay. See well, you've heard us talking about these games. It's going to be perfect grilling weather right here. I don't care what the temperature is. You get to Grunhofer's right on Highway 61, the north side of Hugo. Pick up all your supplies for the grilling for the football weekend. Starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow with North Dakota State and uh, who? Uh, starts with a nail. I can't yeah. remember. Oh Munson. Murray State. Mar- 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 Mercy. State. Mar- Madison. Madison. Madison, yeah. yeah. I think and right. and uh, Spencer will take care of you with uh, all your needs, uh, including uh, ham, James Madison. bacon, James Madison. Uh, double smoked hams. Oh, my word. It's all Don't fantastic. Don't forget about the jerky Salmon, for tomorrow. Salmon, jerky, yeah. everything Ooh. you need for this uh, great football weekend in America. In America. Hashtag America. Uh, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway That's, 61. Uh, that sounds like a trip maybe I should make. Just, yes. Well, if you go, you know what the rules are. We all I'll throw in some dough. Johnny. I haven't decided yet. All right, let, let us know. I'll let you know, wink, wink. Grunhofer's <laughs> Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo. Never mind. Oh, after that tirade, you find it? Scramble. Scramble. Finally. Thank God today is Friday. G-T-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-I-F-
Uh, Downing notes, Mayor, it's hard to weigh a plastic bag, so what you do is weigh 10 bags, or better yet, 100 bags, then you divide to get the average weight per bag. Wait, that's math, never mind. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) But the nickel for a plastic bag solution is pretty easy. We've all seen the take one, leave one penny tray. In the same manner, the store owner can simply fill a cup with nickels, and when a customer wants a bag, take a nickel and put it in the till. At the end of the day, he can refill the cup from the till. Hello? Hello? Hello, do you listen to the broadcast? Hello? Yeah, but he's got a better take on it than you. I said... He's recycling oh, oh nickels. Oh, my God. I he's said, recycling nickels. I said that months ago. Yeah. So I was talking wow. yesterday, last night, to a uh, Minneapolis business owner. Yeah, yeah. At, and talking about the, huh. the implementation of the five-cent bag. Who the hell would that be? It's got to uh, be... It's got to be... Uh, uh, Mike Fratelloni, Fratelloni's yeah, yeah. Ace Harbor yeah. Garden Stores. Yeah. He has said he gets multiple people a day thanking him. For doing the five cent plastic bag, really? Oh, your Santa Bell Jim weighs in, uh, noting that uh, the Green Bay has put out the call for the shovelers, and uh, we get uh, this note from Mike Thompson, who in western uh, Western Montana. You did it again. You brought up Glacier National Park and said you should take a trip out west. I couldn't agree more. Not only are there plenty of GLers out this way. Uh, but also unmatched scenery in our backyard. We live on the premier point on Echo Lake in northwestern Montana, and I've been a GL podcaster since 2007. He sent me a picture of his house. Holy mackerel. Many times I sit on the deck looking across the water, staring at the Swan Range of the Rocky Mountains, listening to today's episode of GL. So if you make the trip, I have an offer. The offer is that my father, an occasional listener and full-time retired entrepreneur, owns a Mercedes AMG and a BMW Z8 that I know he would be honored to let you drive over the going to the Sun Road. Take your pick of cars or drive it twice and try out each. I sent you an email about this years ago and you read it on the air. Well, the offer still stands. The idea, uh, uh, of course, is this trip is uh, an expansion of the podcast listening audience. About one hour down the beautiful Swan Highway is another listener, Scott Newpower. I don't know Scott, but I've heard his name a time or two on air and have seen his pushpin on the map. Then five hours south and east of New Power, you have another Scott, Matura. Then on your way back, you have Keith, if he still lives in Foresight. Then I know you have another listener in Terry, Montana. Uh, I think that's Olson, isn't it? I know you're a recluse, so the idea of visiting listeners probably sounds terrible. So if nothing more, trash all the ideas and drive the going to the Sun Road in your Fiat. Uh, you've got to do it. I love the podcast and have not missed an episode over 12 years. Thanks for all you guys do. Good luck. Mike Thompson, Western Montana correspondent. The Fiat, of course, would be the Fiat 124 from uh, Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood. Am I talking to you? Power and you have got a goal in mind. Give me the name of the lake one more time. Echo. Echo Lake. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Alpha Romeo for January Countryside. Uh, sign and drive performance event where your first payment is waived on leasing a new Alpha Romeo and returning Alpha lessees get extra loyalty money this month. Also, they're clearing out the 2019 fi- uh, Fiat with later. discounts up to five grand on the 124 Spiders, the one I have my eye on. And they have a great selection of manual transmission 124 Spiders. 2020 VW Tiguans are on the ground and ready for delivery at Schmel's Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat, S-C-H-M-E-L-Z. And when you please tell them when you go to the showroom that you're there because of the GL podcast, and they'll sign you up to win a $100 Blue Plate restaurant gift card. Now, you started with Schmel's and how to spell that, but do you tell them about .com? 
Well, that you can go to each of the three okay. uh, brands, yeah. VW.com, right. uh, SchmelzVW.com, right. SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com. You're, you're not going to be disappointed. I have been dangerously close to Echo Lake. I've mm-hmm. been through uh, Kalispell, and uh, the big lake there is Flathead Lake. And let me tell you, that is some wonderful, wonderful country. And Flathead Lake is home to gr- uh, a great many uh, antique and classic speedboats. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You, if you get a chance. You need to drive the shores of Flathead Lake uh, because both sides are amazing. So much to do and so little time. Well, you don't have to, uh, no, no. For so our sake, you do have yeah, to. Yeah, you sh- do have yeah. Shut yeah. up, Kenny. You know what? You're right. You've got you no time to go for a Do you know who goes right through there? <laughs> the Amtrak. Yeah. Oh, hop on Wait. Rent wait, off a club wait, car. You realize that that's sort of like the bus on, on rails? Yeah. I think Can you that, see our guy? Oh, yeah. He'd be right up to the front. I don't ride the train, but if I no. did. He'd be in the engineer's thing in front going, hey, uh, you know, if you took a left here on that bridge, we're going to cut that? about 10 minutes it's, off it's, our uh, it's, uh, it's John's turn. We go right through Minot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I, could d- I do see Joe walking down the train hallway looking at his shoes with his hands right. in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped. Why I'm am trapped. I portrayed in this one? I don't know, Joe. <laughs> I thought it was great oh. that that uh, email writer pretty much knows you for exactly yeah. who you yeah. are. I think you were painted in a positive light because you I, I paid think it, for all of us on the train. Also, I think yeah. I think it'd be untoward to just show up at some guy's house and say, hey, hey can I stay here? Toss me the keys. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Height. Thanks, Joe. The city of Duluth asking for $13.5 million in state funding to fortify its Lake Superior shoreline after three straight years of severe storms and of battered beaches and the popular Lake Walk Trail. City Council will be asked on Monday to approve Duluth's legislative priorities for the year. City staff has put coastal infrastructure rehab at the top of the list. Local officials are hoping to get $8.1 million to replace the aging seawalls and $5.4 million for improvements to the lake walk. Trump administration on Friday announcing a new wave of sanctions on Iran following this week's missile strikes by the Islamic Republic on U.S. bases in Iraq. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said the new sanctions will target eight senior Iranian officials involved in what they call destabilizing activities in the Middle East, as well as Tuesday's missile strike. Mnuchin said the president will issue an executive order imposing sanctions on anyone involved in the Iranian textile, construction, manufacturing, or mining sectors. And will also impose separate sanctions against the steel and iron sectors. The administration has already reinstated all the U.S. sanctions that were eased under the 2015 nuclear deal. I don't know how the oldest kid I used to have did it, but he gave his mother for Christmas a video of Mnuch talking to her personally. Really? Saying we share a lot of political sentiments, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. She got a big kick out of it. I bet she liked that. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. Announced Friday morning, she's officially suspending her campaign. Heck of a run. If you remember her, she's the best-selling self-help author. Oh, she's the happy person? Yep. Yeah. She vowed to stay in the race after she's a... She's the happy person. Yeah. <laughs> vowed to stay in the race following a mass layoff of her national campaign staff, leaving her with just a skeletal staff. Williamson has struggled to gain any momentum since announcing her presidential bid, failing to increase fundraising while amassing campaign debt, and consistently remaining below 2% in the qualifying polls needed to get her to debates. Actors Joaquin Phoenix and Martin Sheen detained Friday morning in Washington, D.C., along with several others at a protest organized by Jane Fonda. 
fun, of course. <laughs> when is she yeah. going to just go home? But while she is home for this one, I'll explain why in a minute. Okay. Fonda's been a regular protester in conjunction with the Fire Drill Fridays, the FDF. That's the name of the group. Speaking out on climate change and demands for the Green New Deal, Friday's protest was to urge people to consider going vegan to help the environment. Huh? Those gathered are also demanding the end of new fossil fuel exploration and tax subsidies to oil companies. Fonda, she's been arrested four times since October, along with fellow Hollywood stars Sally Field, Ted Danson, Sam Waterston, and Rosanna Arquette. Had Fonda been there today and been arrested again, her team says the jail time would have been significant, so that's why she wasn't there. They say she is needed for the cause. Oh, then I, but I thought she believed in it so strongly. The next FDF protest will take place in California, according to a spokesperson. Uh, they found that coyote in downtown Chicago, or a coyote anyway. We told you about the two attacks earlier this week. Uh, apparently, uh, the officials are confident the animal that attacked the boy was a coyote based on witness interviews. And uh, they say they found a coyote yesterday. The animal may have been surprised by the boy, they say, as the child ran along a path. Uh, two DePaul, we didn't know this fact yesterday, two DePaul University track team members were running nearby when the coyote attacked the boy. They helped kick the animal away from the boy. DePaul sophomore Ryan Taylor told a local TV station, we just acted, went over there as fast as we could. We knew something wasn't right. A man was attacked then later Wednesday. The animal captured on the city's north side, chased by police and animal control over several city blocks. Finally captured near an intersection just after 10 p.m. Thursday. Video showed the animal being loaded into an animal care and control van after being shot with a tranquilizer. Not immediately clear if this animal is connected to either of the attacks. John, I can't let us go uh, without sharing this Mm -hmm. uh, because our emailers do so much work for us. Uh, Tim writes, Buck Henry's passing brought up a discussion of his most well-known movie project, The Graduate. Most people probably have seen the movie, but most will also be stumped by these three trivia questions. Uh Uh-oh. You won't find an actress with a more Italian name than Anna Maria Luisa Italiano. What role did she play in The Graduate? That's question number one. Number two, Paul Simon scored a breakout hit with the song Mrs. Robinson, but Simon's original lyrics for this song did not refer to Mrs. Robinson at all, but rather to another woman. Who was Simon's original song about? And then he notes parenthetically, that probably will stump even Mr. FYI. Three, in the movie, Anne Bancroft played Mrs. Robinson, the older woman who attempted to seduce recent college graduate Benjamin Braddock, played by Dustin Hoffman. In real life, what was the age difference between Anne Bancroft and Dustin Hoffman? So you th- hmm. guys got none of these, right? The answer to number one is that Anna Maria Luisa Italiano uh, adopted the stage name of Anne Bancroft. Number two, who was the Jeez. woman Simon was singing about? Eleanor Roosevelt. Director Mike Nichols pressured Gross. Simon to quickly come up with a song for the film. Simon said he had a new number he was working on, but not for the movie. It's a song about times past, about Mrs. Roosevelt and Joe DiMaggio and stuff, Simon said. Nichols replied, it's now about Mrs. Robinson, not Mrs. Roosevelt, and the rest is history. <laughs> number three, Anne Bancroft was only six years older than Dustin Hoffman. He was 29 during the filming, but played much younger. Anne Bancroft was only 35. Wow. Ooh. So who wanted him to change the lyric? Mike Michael's Nichols, the director. The director. Mm. But Simon didn't say. What? <laughs> what now? Wow. Simon didn't say. So we're going to end the week on that note. Simon huh? didn't what? Say. He can't do it unless Simon says. 
And Simon didn't say. What's wrong with you, Sue? It was Nichols that Joel, said. Simon you, didn't say. You can't you, change it. How do you walk it's in? To you, Ellie think, Rosie, that <laughs> we knew that about you all I along. Think, uh, I think I don't know if I'm going to be here Monday, guys. I might have a new job. Or Simon, thanks. I might I be with you. That. Yeah, you want to come? Gee whiz, Sue. But he changed it anyway, so that was. I mean, it changes. It changes you, everything. You need a personal attendant, Joe. <laughs> somebody's somebody's got to grab your Watch arm. And, you know what's great, though? <laughs> watching watching the, the things that are going on in his head, the, the, the synopsis firing, trying to connect what I'm saying. Somebody, somebody, somebody just needs to grab his arm and oh steer God. him away from these sort of things. Yeah, sweet Jesus, that was funny. Yeah, it's not that funny. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Simon says, go to garagelogic.com. Hey, I'm listening on my app now. boy. Pod MN. Pod MN. You know what's on mine? I got Garage Logic. I got Table Talk with Rookie's Family. And I got the Fret Club. How about the beer show? I haven't put it on yet, but I'll put it on right now. Thank you. Pod MN, the new app to get all of your podcasts in one easy location. Garage Logic gear at garagelogic.com. Simon says stop talking. Simon says stop talking. (laughs) Simon says we're going to have a meeting. I'm going home for a beer. No, you're not. There'll be a meeting.